my name is Ebony Harris. And I'm Elisa Bokeen. And we are Two Brown Chicks Changing the Face of Therapy on Both Sides, sides of the Couch. couch. Yes. Welcome, welcome. Today yes. we are joined by Lakeisha Wooder. Yes, <laughs> Lakeisha is the truth. I'm yes. excited to have you here. You're a sexual abuse survivor and advocate, motivational speaker, sister coach, which I'm very interested in talking more about. Yes. And an international author, which yes. we're going to talk about her book later to, oh, later on today, not today. Later in the show. You're not going to be here all day. So we get to learn all about Lakeisha and what she does and how she helps our communities. So um, before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about A Sister's Truth? Absolutely, absolutely. So A Sister's Truth is really a manifestation of my purpose in action. Mm. So I launched A Sister's Truth, or ASC for short, which is a personal development company to teach women how to discover, define, and live their truth from manifesting a courageous life mm. without limits. So as a oh, sister coach, I teach my clients how to use self-awareness as a tool to live a purpose-driven life. Mm. So what sets me apart from other life coaches is that I share my personal experiences and my self-awareness journey with my clients in order to create that sister bond. Mm, yeah. Because like sisters, we are connected by our common life experiences. Right. So I'll use my life experiences to help to educate and to motivate my clients to lean a little hard on their faith mm, yeah. so they can reach their, so they can reach their breakthrough. Mm -hmm. So with all that said, what I do is I meet you right where you are. Mm -hmm. I get down in the trenches with you mm -hmm. and to help push you past your mindset blocks so you can live the life that was designed specifically for you. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Especially the blocks. Like I feel like so many people stop at a certain point. Yes. Because of whatever blocks that may be mm -hmm. there inside. I'm mm -hmm. all about like passing through those blocks, whatever myths or beliefs you have about yourself or right. life or whatever. Right. Kind of right. like figuring out where that comes from and then moving past it to have a better life. That's Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. And you do, uh, you know, that's how you and I met was yeah. I got to witness your powerful testimony Thank and you. the sharing. Yeah. And, and, and it is so powerful. And I think that's one of the sort of advantages I would say that coaches have mm -hmm. you know versus mm -hmm. therapists and yeah. that there's a different level of yeah. connection where you're mm -hmm. saying okay well this is what happened with mm -hmm. because therapists we're you know we're we can give a certain a amount bit. of disclosure yeah. yes but it's different and so I and your testimony is so powerful maybe mm -hmm. you could share a little bit about mm -hmm. that message about my yeah sure mm -hmm. absolutely so I am a survivor of sexual abuse. I was sexually abused for eight years by my stepfather. Mm -hmm. So the sexual abuse started when I was eight years old. So my journey to purpose started with me discovering who I am. Mm -hmm. So, you know, self-awareness is a journey. And so with my clients, I take them through three phases of, of self-awareness. And that's discover, define, and live your truth. And mm -hmm. these are the phases that I personally went through. This yes. is how I transitioned from victim to survivor mm, of right. sexual abuse. So I started off with discovering who I am. Who is Lakeisha? Right. 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 Who who is Lakeisha? Because sexual abuse did such a number on me, as you as you guys can probably right. imagine. Yeah. Right. So it was a lot of emotional barriers I needed to, you know, to get through in order to walk in the person that I am. In order yeah. to know who God created me to be. So that took 
a while. Yeah. And in order to really get to the root of who I am, I needed to heal from the sexual mm-hmm. abuse. So therapy was huge mm-hmm. on on um, on my journey. And so once I you know became known, once I knew who I was, right. I was able to transition to the next phase, which is to define your truth, yeah. which means to identify what gives your life purpose what gives your life meaning you know and for me growing up when I was little I always wanted to be the next Perry Mason (laughs) (laughs) I know I just aged myself okay but (laughs) you're way cuter (laughs) thank you I always wanted to be the next Perry Mason so you know my dream and my goal growing up was to become an attorney Mm -hmm. right and I've always had this dream because my mom loved Perry Mason Mm -hmm. and so this is a dream that that I chased this is a dream that I held on to to help me to uh, get out of the projects of Chicago Mm because I was born and raised in Chicago Heights Illinois and not just to get out but to stay out right Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. to stay out and that was the goal and dream that I held on to in order to become an example of success for my younger sisters and brothers Mm -hmm. because I'm the oldest, right? And so this stemmed from my mom's love for a TV show. And so I chased that dream. That's the reason why I'm in Houston, Texas Mm -hmm. because I was accepted into Thurgood Marshall School of Law. Mm -hmm. So I did a year of law school, Mm -hmm. right? And once I was in law school, it was like, oh, wow, I'm here. That passion faded, Mm -hmm. right? And so now I'm confused because there was no plan B. Right. This is it. This is gonna be a lawyer. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I was well on my way. But when I when I confusion started to 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 sink in, I had to go deeper and figure out why is this? And so when I when I went deeper with asking the questions why? Why, 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 why over and over again, I realized that the dream of becoming an attorney wasn't my dream. Yeah. It was a dream I was chasing because of my mom's love for a TV show. Right. So why is that? And what I realized is that it stemmed from sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. Because my mom knew about the abuse. Mm-hmm. And she did nothing to, right. to stop it. So in my little eight, nine-year-old mom, when I set mm-hmm. that goal, it was to, you know, I'm going to be a lawyer so my mom can love me just a little bit more. Right. Her because it, yes, yes. Because yeah. if she loved me a little bit more, she'll she do something. Protect absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So what a powerful realization. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. insight that you gained in that moment. Because yeah. I think yeah. how many of us have lived a life or lived chapters of our life or even mm-hmm. the whole life where mm-hmm. you're doing things mm-hmm. that it's not my dream this wasn't mm-hmm. my goal this isn't mm-hmm. what i wanted for myself and and you feel stuck in it yeah mm-hmm. so the insight that you gained but then the courage to say wait this is not my mm-hmm. dream mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and let me just be honest you know become an attorney it's not a big goal right <laughs> But at the end of the day, it wasn't, you know, the, the purpose that God had placed on right. my life. Right. You know, I had been through this experience where I was sexually abused for eight years with my stepfather. You know, I had transitioned through it. And along that, that journey of going, you know, through college and getting into law school, I was constantly sharing mm. my my experience with other women. Mm. I was constantly motivating other women. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, um, I was speaking in college. 
I was um, part of a group called Youth for Survivors, mm-hmm. and I joined this group because I needed money. Mm-hmm. You know, they paid a stipend. I was in school. I was in uh-huh. college. They paid a stipend, and so it was a group of. Uh, college kids who went around talked about different at-risk behaviors. Mm-hmm. So I talked about sexual abuse. Right. There was someone I talked about being HIV mm-hmm. positive. Mm-hmm. There was someone who talked about homelessness. There was a guy who talked about you know going jail, getting yeah. incarcerated, and getting out. You know, so during college, I spoke about sexual abuse. Right. You know, and because I was chasing a dream of becoming a lawyer, that faded. Right, but like I said, I was always bringing it up because for whatever reason, it was like people were drawn right to me. Story, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And my, you know, my termination, yeah, you know, that yeah. I have. So when people would come to me, and I, would, I would tell them, you know, what I've been through, and let them know, hey, if I didn't get through this, right, girl, right, right, right. With, final right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Go home and tell your husband you love him. Right, yeah, right, 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 right. That type of thing. And so when I decided not to go back to to, to law school, you guys, that was like a huge feat for me. It took a long time for me to tell my mom that I wasn't going to go back to law school because I felt like I was letting people down. I'm the oldest. I'm the first in my family to graduate high school, to go off to college. Like, I'm I'm the first. So, it was a huge thing for me to get into law school. That was huge. Like, you guys, don't laugh at me, but I swear, I had a client list in sixth grade. Because people knew. They were like, when she gets there. Not going back to law school was a huge right. was a huge thing, but you that's know. so powerful. I'm just thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking. You know, think of any time we mm-hmm. commit to something. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And yeah. we say we're about to do this. I'm about to do this. Y'all watch me. Yeah. I'm about to publicly. do this. Yeah. When you do it publicly, right. and everybody knows. Mm-hmm. And it takes and watching you and watching you mm-hmm. and you're good at it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's like it takes so much courage to say, ah, "This isn't for me." Yeah. And I think even just being honest with ourselves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to say, "This this isn't for you." Like that yeah. that's so powerful. And I just have like this image of you just really standing in your own, you yeah. know, like as a woman yeah. and as like wait. Let's 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 look at let's look at this again. That's so right. powerful. Mm-hmm. No, that's mm-hmm. awesome because that's a lot of pressure from a everyone lot of pressure. around you has now put you on a pedestal. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And to and put think, yourself uh, first is yeah. And the pressure that I put on myself is as well. Absolutely. Because you know, being the oldest of all my sisters and brothers, yeah. you know, I put upon myself to be that example of mm-hmm. success because we didn't have that, you know, with with my mom, and obviously we didn't have that with the stepfather right, right. in the household, so. You know, I decided to to fight myself right as to be that to be that example. What so. an act of self love that is, though. Right, too. right. Like to say, yeah. you know, I I have to be truthful to me. I have to be, yes. you know, loyal to me. Absolutely, absolutely. You guys, you know, when I first started, you know, my self awareness journey, I had to realize that because going to college was to 
you know, like I said, being, a, being an example for my sister and brother. So it was all about, let me do this right. for my sister and brother, my sister and brother, my sister and brother. But it got to the point where depression started to sink in. Yeah. Because I needed to deal with the sexual abuse. Right. Yeah. I needed to deal with all the emotional, you know, uh, trauma, trauma that I had, the trauma that I went through. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn real early that I needed to focus on me. Mm-hmm. I need to focus on me first. So I can help yeah. and be an example too Ooh, to someone else. That is so I had to learn that real early. That's so powerful. These two messages that you are really, you know, what you can yeah. overcome, mm-hmm. and then again, you know, pouring into yourself so that you can help. Yeah, I'm thinking about what is it that I can knock off my list today. <laughs> So who do you think was the most influential person for you on this journey? So um, I have to take it back to college and I want to talk about two different people Mm -hmm. and so uh, the first person I want to talk about is the mentor my mentor and my mentor was the organizer and founder of Youthful Survivors and and I say her because you know my very first speaking gig I never forget it my very first speaking gig I was supposed to only speak for 15 minutes Mm -hmm. you guys speaking she let me speak even though I had completely went over my time she let me speak because she can you know she can tell that I needed to get mm. it out and she can also tell that I needed therapy mm. right and so she offered to pay for therapy out of her wow. own oh my goodness she paid for therapy That's out of her own wow and you guys what an she, angel what an angel mm. right and when she you know when she presented it to me she also told me that she thought that I should have a male therapist Mm-hmm. And she thought that because my abuser was male, right? So in order to rebuild that trust with me, I right. thought it would be good for me to have a male. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what an incredible woman! <laughs> what is her name? <laughs> her, her, name is, her name is Janice Moss. Janice, Janice Moss. Yeah, you guys talk about. She's talking to like a seventeen, eighteen. Right, right, right. I'm Such just wisdom. so I'm just so happy that I had the courage to say yes, yeah, as a follow through because. You know, I hadn't known this woman for that long, but for whatever reason, you know, I trusted what she said and I had the courage to say yes and to actually follow and through. Right. You know, because that's what's major is follow through. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You have to follow through. Yes. <laughs> you can say all the things in the world, but you can say you all the things. Through. You have to follow through. Mm-hmm. So that's the first person. And, and the second person is that particular thing. Which was my okay. And the reason why I say that is because he was the first person that I actually talked to in depth about my experience. Right. You know, therapy is where I was able to break through, you know, different emotional barriers. Mm -hmm. And the biggest barrier was my love hate relationship with my body. Right. You know? So I had this love-hate relationship with my body, you know, growing up, I was a tomboy. Mm -hmm. And you know, naturally when you see little girls as tomboys, you think it's a little phase that they're going through. Mm -hmm. But you guys, for me, I was in survival. Right, protection. 
Uh-huh. I felt as though that I need to have my body mm-hmm. by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, I wanted to be girly. Yeah. I right. wanted to wear skirts. Right. I wanted to wear dresses. But, you know, I didn't want to give off the wrong message. That wasn't mm-hmm. safe for you. It wasn't safe for me. Yeah. So, you know, I avoided it. And because of that, you know, I became very uncomfortable in my own skin. Mm-hmm. And therapy really helped me to to break through that. Right. right. You know, and to, and to fall in love with myself. So, That's yeah, so awesome. my very first therapist and my very first mentor. Yeah. Wow. That is awesome. Wow. And the way they're connected to have made yeah. such an impact. Yeah. 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 How did yeah. She, I wonder how she went about selecting them. Like, did she know? I have, like, I, you know, I have no idea. That's that's such an amazing story. I have no idea. Wow. So yeah. cool. And you were so young and in college at 17. And I was in Atlanta, away from family. Y'all mm. are just resilient. Like, <laughs> seriously. Man, when I tell you that God had his hand on me. Mm. Seriously. Every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Even though I doubted it for a long time. Because yeah. when you're in the midst of something, you think God is not there. Sure. But when I say that, you know, he he was obviously right there. Because I, what you know at 17, 18? Nothing. Nothing. I was excited to be wearing purple eyeliner. <laughs> right. Think you know yeah. everything. You know, you know nothing. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and also, you know, I was pulled up out of my environment, too, because I, I feel as though that if I was still in Chicago mm. getting this same, having the same conversation, I right. probably would take it different. Right. Right. Because right. you know, right. your environment, you yeah. know, shapes your decisions. Yeah. So you had a you lot know. of people surrounding you that were really, it looks like they, they recognized that life that, you know, clearly guided you all this Man. way. Yeah. And they were there to, to really hone that. Mm-hmm. They you know, saw what it was that you are, you know, we're seeing today. And yeah. they wanted to right. help you develop that. Right. And I'm so thankful for that because yeah. at the time, I didn't see it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't see it at the time. Yeah. So, so, yeah. It somebody so, else. Yeah. Somebody else. And encourage you. Yeah. yeah. Reflect it back to you. Absolutely. Which is another reason why I do what it is that I do. And yeah. I share yeah. my story. Yeah. You know, in order to encourage, you know, other people to encourage women to do the same. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, if you had a message for young girls about boundaries, about their body, what would that mm-hmm, be? Mm-hmm. So, um, first off, let me get on my soapbox for a minute. Come on. And let me just say that we need to have a conversation with our children. Absolutely. And we need to have that conversation early. Yes. Right. And we need to stop saying that our children are too, too young right? to have mm-hmm. a conversation right. about you know, body safety boundaries mm-hmm. and sexual abuse because guess what? Your child is not too young to become to a be victim. Exactly. exactly. I was eight years old mm-hmm. when sexual abuse started. And there are children out there where it has happened earlier than that. Absolutely. So we need to stop using that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. So I want to say that first and foremost. And you know, the message that I want to give to to children is that when it comes to your boundaries boundaries and your body safety, you know, that pertains to mommy and daddy as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely everybody. Nobody gets to yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, any and every member of your family. Yep. You know, statistics show that siblings. Mm-hmm. Zip, oh my god, everybody. siblings too. Everybody. Yes, absolutely. And it's so scary because statistics show that 90% of sexual abuse victims are mm-hmm. victimized by people that they know. Absolutely. They have the trust. Yeah. They have the end. Right. They, Absolutely. They, they would never is the right. idea. They right. would right. never. Mm-hmm. You guys, I was sexually abused by my stepfather, so the abuse happened in my yes. household. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'd yeah. have to go nowhere. 
right. to be victimized. Right. So we have to have this conversation with our children and and early because yeah. when your abuser is somebody that you know and trust, it's confusing. Right. Absolutely. Right. You can Absolutely. you know it can be confusing to the child about what's going on and should this be happening. Right. And so now they're afraid to really say anything and speak up because this is that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. This is my big brother. Right? right. You know. So we have to have those conversations early, and we have to empower and encourage our children to speak up, mm-hmm. not to keep it a secret, no matter who it is. Right. Right, right. We we have to encourage them to give them power. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. true. That's so true. I, I I get that asked a lot. You know, when do we start talking to children about yeah. sex? And I think it's people go to the act of so sex, right? And that's why they. And it's like, well, when do you start telling them yeah. what their body part? That's your nose. Name your body. Right. Your eye, right. right. You know, right. that's when you start talking because right. the conversation around body safety and consent is really mm-hmm. the first conversation you have about sex. Yeah. yeah. Right. And yeah. and yeah. trusting your your gut somebody makes you feel uncomfortable like you don't have to explain it like yeah. you know they that that family member or that yeah. friend of the family is like yeah. creeps me out yeah. trust it right. you don't have trust to you don't it. have to go hug you don't that's have to put right. kiss on you right that's what we do as a family yeah and, yeah and don't, don't force that yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and don't force your child to do that right absolutely they should have an autonomy over their body yes. absolutely you yeah. know i don't have children yet but you know my best friend who has two of the boys you know i i love her because when she have conversations with her with her sons she tells them the proper names of their body. Absolutely. So her, my godson says he has a penis. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. That's because right. That's, 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 that's what it is. That's right. It is. Absolutely. You know, and he's five years old. Yeah. So I think that's it. And I think that's important too for for kids to know is that the proper names of the, of especially the when we're talking about the possibility. I mean, you know, of course you want to protect our children, but we right. know that they can't. Right. And I've heard. And I'm, I might have said that on here before, but like the story of a teacher who. The little girl was like, somebody put their hand in my pocketbook. Mm. And she didn't know. She's like, oh, well, just oh, tell them to snatch right, your purse. Right. And so then later on, she's like, oh. But she would have never got that because right. they said pocketbook. Exactly. As opposed to exactly. they touched my private. Even if they said private area, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. vagina, whatever. Like, right. but Yeah, so. That's so true. It's, mm-hmm. it's the first step to teaching children to have agency over their body. Yeah. And to yeah. begin to trust themselves. Because I think... That's where a lot of these um, predators, they'll prey, is in the mm-hmm. child that is unsure, mm-hmm. they're not certain, mm-hmm. you know, so just even the child knowing, it's probably like, that's my boba, that's my penis, <laughs> right. you know, like, wait, what? Right. Right. You're right. having a conversation, right, right. like, right. with somebody's having a conversation, right. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 so true. Mm-hmm. And it helps a child to feel empowered because they know who they are. Exactly. And, and that shame and around that shame. areas. Yeah. Because if I can't even oh name the body part, what does that say? Yes. Like we just it's not their body, right? We don't right. play. So if something right. happens to that area, we don't talk about right. it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. So true. So yeah. true. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us your favorite resource, book. <laughs> Book. Show us that book. So, Come on. Show us your book. Show and then if you have another resource to share, please do. <laughs> so, um, this is my book, 31 Days of Truth, Manifest Your Passion, Power, and Perseverance. So, for 31 days, I talk about a common life issue and struggle that we all go through mm-hmm. and give you tips and tricks on how to turn that issue into a triumph. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. And at the end of each day, I have a moment of truth, and that gives you space for you to mm-hmm. talk about what the truth revealed to you for that day and how you're going to use it to walk in your truth. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because it's one thing to read about it, but I need you to be about it. Right. Action. 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 Yes. 
I need you to put I need you to put some action behind it. And also, you know, like I said before, I'm, you know, I try to be as transparent as I can. I share my life experiences. So my book is no different. Mm-hmm. I share a lot of my personal experiences um, and a lot of my journey in my book. Mm-hmm. I talk a little bit about the sexual abuse as it pertains to a particular day in the book. And so, you know, my book is really easy to read. It's a quick read, but I encourage you to read it from day one to day 31 mm-hmm. in order, mm-hmm. at least the first time around. Right. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, you know, if you need a dose of motivation and inspiration for the day, then you can just pick up my book and you can read it. You know, life happens, you guys. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And so there are going to be some days where you're going to go to bed defeated because I know I've done that. Mm-hmm. But with my book, you know, I wrote my book, you know, with the mindset of, before you lay bring your head hit the pillow, I want you to pick it up and get exactly what it is that you need. Mm. Because I truly believe how you go to sleep is how you wake up. Right. Yeah. So why not read something motivating and inspiring mm. before you go to bed? Because when you wake up, guess what? You gotta do it all over again. Yeah. All over. Yes, <laughs> well, all over again. So why not wake up in the right mindset? Right, right. Wake right. up in the right mindset. That's so awesome. thank you. So that's my book. Yeah. And you can find it on my website at assistance Mm-hmm. And you can also find it on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. Love it. But another resource is Audible. Mm-hmm. If you yes, if you follow me anywhere, you know I absolutely love Audible, mm-hmm. and it's because of the convenience, because yeah, task for listening to my books. And so, one of the most recent books that I've read is Unqualified by Stephen Furtick. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely gotta look that up because I love his book because Stephen really breaks down how to peel back the layers of self doubt, Mm -hmm. so you can see yourself as God sees you Mm -hmm. and as how God created you Mm -hmm. to be, what Mm -hmm. God created you to be. So, in my opinion, his book is all about self awareness, and as you guys know, I'm all about self awareness. So, I absolutely love the book, and I encourage everybody to read it or listen to it. Okay. Awesome, thank you. You're welcome. So tell us what makes you dope. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Brag on yourself for Let the people know. Um, self-awareness makes me dope, you guys. Yeah. Self-awareness. So powerful. You know, self-awareness, you know, it helped me to fall in love with myself. Yeah. You know, fall in love with all aspects of who I am and who Lakeisha really is. Yeah. yeah. You know, freedom comes with self-awareness yeah. and knowing who you yeah. are and you know because I, I love myself all aspects the good the bad you know the ugly you know I've been able to break the chains that binds me to other people's expectations mm. over me mm. you know I've been able to do that and because I love all aspects of who I am my strengths and my weaknesses you know people don't have power over me And the reason why I say that is because when you know who you are, when you have embraced all aspects of who you are, nobody can use your shortcomings, Mm -hmm. your weaknesses Mm -hmm. as a way to tear you down. That's right. And or as a way to make you feel unworthy. Right. Yeah. Because I know who I am Mm -hmm. and I love who I am. So I know that I'm worthy of being happy. I'm worthy of living a healthy purpose driven life. Yes. So, yes, yes. so self-awareness makes me dope and it will make you dope as well. There you Definitely. go. <laughs> Get you some. Get you some self-awareness. <laughs> yes. 
girl, it's yeah. my job to you yes. know, teach you the tools. That's yeah, right. Yeah, self awareness and professional life. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. So you talk about therapy has helped you along your journey. So yes. what makes therapy dope? Oh, <laughs> therapy is dope <clears throat> because it provides a place for you to be vulnerable without judgment. Yes, yes. which is so important. You know, you guys. Therapy is dope because it was a place that I heard for the very first time that the sexual abuse wasn't my fault. Mm. Yeah. I was like 17, 18 when I started therapy. So to hear that the sexual abuse wasn't my fault was huge for me. It was like a weight had been lifted off my shoulder. Mm. And so now I had permission to no longer beat myself up over, you know, not doing more. Mm-hmm. So therapy is dope because, you know, you could be vulnerable, you could talk about any and everything, you know, talk about those things that you wouldn't dare say right, right, in right, front right. of mm-hmm. someone else and really get to, you know, the root cause and the root issue and just overcome it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because so many different things affect right. us, you know. You know, relationships, both good and bad. You know, our experiences, all these things help to mold us into who we are. Right. And therapy is just a great tool to dispel a lot of, you know, the disbeliefs. You right. know, other people's expectations. Yeah. You know, people pleasing, all of that. Therapy is the way to to overcome a lot of those I love things. That. Mm-hmm. It's it's in the meaning of. You know, when you're able to speak these parts that we might feel shame mm-hmm. about or those wounds, mm-hmm. and it's met with empathy, it's met yes. with compassion. That's yes. where the healing happens. Right. Yes. It's like, oh, you know, you're able to get it out. It's kind of like um, yeah. Janice, was that her name? Mm-hmm. Janice was mm-hmm. able Janice to see you need to get some of this mm-hmm. out and have it be met with that empathy and compassion that, that facilitates the healing. Absolutely. Because holding it in is the most detrimental thing mm-hmm. that you can ever yeah. do. Yeah. It's keeping something in and not. Not letting it out, right? right. It's just saying it, you know. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a, a a huge fan of journaling as well, mm-hmm. but I like to to voice journal. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. So there are different apps on my phone, or you know, in the Play Store that you guys can yeah. download to just talk it out. Because yeah. I just need to talk it out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's so important not to hold it in. Man, I got all kinds of great tips today. Right. <laughs> I'm like, right. We're gonna just set up an appointment. <laughs> Work through ideas. Yes. 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 M-A-R-I-E. And again, you can find information about my book there as well. And so I do have a free resource. Yeah, we love for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to provide you guys free training Woo. on how to gain clarity and build confidence in every area of your life. Uh-huh. All you have to do is go to bit.ly forward slash dope therapy. Yeah. I love it. Yep, yep, yep. Dope therapy. I love it. How did you get that? Yeah, for real. How did you get that? Like, I was like, who should I go? We're used to guys. And I was like, who should I go? We're used to guys. And I was like, who should I go? We're used to guys. And I was like, who should I go? We're used to guys. And I
some meetings with 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 her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we missing something if you got drunk. <laughs> Not on my job. <laughs> love it. Love it. No, love thank it. you so you much. Awesome. Of course, guys, thank you. As you always, it. we're gonna have all of this in the show notes, so it's yes. easy for you to find. It'll be on Melody Mental Health on YouTube, on SoundCloud. You can find it everywhere. Um, so just make sure to, to take advantage of this um, information and, and especially of this resource, this free training. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, get the book. Yes. Get the book. Yes. All of that's gonna be linked, so y'all can just support her and continue to follow her and her journey and, and support her. In any way that we can because mm-hmm. that's what we want to make sure we do so thank you for joining us today um go to melanin mental health of course like i said to check out the this podcast and previous podcasts as well as um getting under the, the directory oh and you guys are new. show the shirt show the shirt sports bras <laughs> Uh, respect my boundaries. Which yes. I didn't even think about the topic we were talking about that. today. Yeah, yeah. that's that. perfect. That. Go check out new merch coming every week, and this is—I uh, guess it's been on for a couple weeks. But yeah, respect my boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if green is on there. Sorry, guys. Because <laughs> I, 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 I thought about that. I, was like, I don't know if it's on there. I just really wanted a green shirt for Christmas. You know? <laughs> She wants to wear that to all the holidays. Every holiday, you probably just see me in this respect my bottom shirt. But yeah, check out melaninmentalhealth.com slash shop if you want to check out all of our merch um, and support us in that way. If you're having any issues with that, please let me know because I did find out that we had some like shipping issues happening, but I think mm-hmm. I was on most of them. Um, and I think that's it. That's it. We had a dope webinar yes, uh, yesterday. Oh, it was so good. Dr. Manuel, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. He uh, talked about browning your counseling. If you missed it, oh. you missed an awesome webinar. But you can still go there. They yep. can still get the recording. You okay. just don't have the luxury of asking him the questions live. But um, it was so good. It was on working with the Latinx population, really minority population, right. yeah. and decolonizing therapy. So mm-hmm. you can find that in the shop. That'll be in the shop as well in the webinars. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, yeah. it was, really good. It was amazing. Out. Just the point, and I'm going to quickly say this. Um, even thinking about as, as therapists, the way that we are taught to uh, work with individuals mm-hmm. and very focused on the individual, whereas in minority communities, a lot of time the community is so important and right. relationships are so important. Yeah. And so yeah. to tell somebody you have to do what's best for you right? and negate what's best for the people in your community right. sometimes is a struggle. And right. So we have to mm-hmm. learn how to like uh, adjust our approach sometimes. So, so many yeah. good so many gems. So many yeah. gems today. So, so many gems. gems. Yeah. So check out um, the shop page um, under webinars. It'll be on there today. Ha. Today, uh, <laughs> well, we just had it last night. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, Is there anything it. else that we have? No, no, I think that's it. Well, you gonna be? Uh, you still gonna do? Oh, Chicago! If you are in Chicago, I will be at the I Can Collective. We are doing a melanin and mental health panel to talk about self care and entrepreneurship. I will be hosting that panel. And hey, so, love that. Catch me with my self care T shirt. Speaking on the panel. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm excited to go down there. And um, the actually, the person that um, runs the I Can Collective, we have been talking on social media for like a year straight, so I finally get to meet her. She's a dope, nice. dope person. And so if you can, come out and support that. I am going to post it on my social media, and I guess we can post it on Melanie. Absolutely. Well. I was, uh, I was I'm, I'm the worst at this. Tell me right. what you got going on. Let the people know. But yeah, that'll be... Um, the conference is Friday and Saturday, but I'll be speaking on the panel will be Saturday afternoon, I believe. So it's gonna be. Are dope. you gonna pop up anywhere? Nice. I don't know yet. If I pop up, <laughs> follow Let her up. if you're in Chicago and you want yeah. her to pop up, somewhere. follow Melanin and Mental Health, and then if if uh, and if I decide to pop up, I'll put it on Melanin and Mental Health. There you go. Yeah, I yeah, just couldn't yeah. have that pressure this time. <laughs> Chicago showed out the last time. Yeah, it was overwhelming for me. Yeah. 300 people RCP. Wow. I was 
was overwhelmed. So if I do decide to, you know, go have a little sippy sip or something, I'll put it on social media. We can <laughs> hang out. We can talk. And maybe I'll have some shirts with you. All right. Yes. All right. Yes. <laughs> Bye.